So here we go again. Inflation, recession, and uncertainty. While these things happen like clockwork every decade or so, none of us like a downturn. In fact, we've just had one during COVID two years ago, and that created a massive transformation in business. We already recovered from the recession and had the digital transformation wave and massive value creation with it. Recessions tend to be transitions for more and more digital transformation and value creation. If history is any guide, great things will be born out of this recession and the months ahead. Great companies will deploy their digital playbooks again. And here's how. Let's put things in perspective. We are at the tail end of the longest economic expansion in recent history. Almost 13 years of growth. It's just staggering. Think about it. An average five to six years or so, an economic growth will turn into a recession, one or two years. Like clockwork. Since the 1980s, expansions are getting longer and longer and recessions shorter and shorter. So much so that many of us can't even remember now the Great Recession of 2001. The new generation doesn't know anything about 2008 or 9. So in the last 12 years, great companies grew from scratch, like Airbnb, Uber, and WhatsApp. Real estate values multiplied. These created great generational wealth in corporate valuations that exceed even the exuberance of the 1980s and 1990s. In fact, I got into private equity value creation at the bottom of the last recession in 2009. I saw firsthand the value creation revolution. Investors deployed more and more digital technologies to drive business growth. And the way was for growth and valuation increases through technology. They proved that the digital playbooks, business model innovation became the norm in the last economic boom. Companies also created better digital experiences. They transformed their business models as much as they innovated their products. Digital businesses like social media and cloud software started and scaled with, uh, within months. The number of unicorns exploded, not because the products were more innovative, but their business models were more scalable. And that is the exciting part of what can happen in a disruptive transformation that's about to happen. The same economic expansion, or rather explosion, will happen after the current uh, recession. We have the technology to stay close to customers, technology to pivot to changing demands and evolve our business models. But not every company will succeed. Some will go back to playbooks that are outdated for a global digital first era. Remember, we live in a generation that expects a whole new experience. A few months ago, I had a video about the digital first mindset. During the pandemic, companies were facing the same uncertainty as today. They had to consider how to respond to disruptions from every angle that they had not seen before. The biggest benefit of the digital first mindset is this. The recognition that in disruptions, there are great opportunities. Opportunity to change business models, get closer to customers, and realign with your suppliers. Connect with talent, your employees. Companies in price crisis often threw away their old playbooks and invented new ones. This is what's needed now. The combination of high inflation, talent shortage, energy crisis is new 
We have never seen this, maybe since the 1970s. Think about it. No one in position of power or business leader has direct experience with that kind of environment. It's new for all of us. In the 1970s, there was no internet, no digital processes, barely any technology. The winning playbooks for this crisis and future disruptions is being invented today. Isn't that exciting? Many companies working on them learn from the COVID response. Companies use technology to reconnect with employees, suppliers, customers, and kept the business going. That experience is fresh, and it will take digital transformation to a next new level. Companies feel like they know how to do it. The greatest digital companies were born in the 2009 recession, like Airbnb, Uber, and Groupon. Netflix changed their entire digital business model to streaming business. And that happened in a crisis as well. I predict the same digital innovation is happening now. So let's go back to the question of playbooks. In every boardroom right now, a playbook gets called. I love this because they are visible from the outside. If you want to decipher a a company's strategy, you can observe how they behave. Are they hiring talent? Are they cutting costs? Are they expanding their digital programs? Are they reducing service quality? You can figure it out. Companies are dusting off some of the crisis playbooks right now. See if you recognize your own customers, suppliers, or or own businesses in these playbooks. Which one do you think will win in a digital native generation? You know where I stand. So speed up growth and market share is playbook number one. A common playbook is to take advantage of any crisis to gain market share. Hire the best talent. Poach customers. This is a customer-facing strategy. You reallocate your resources, your limited resources, to customers from sales to service to support. Crisis makes clients anxious. So customers focus, a customer focus will almost always play off in this playbook to convert customer churn from your competitors to be your gain. The second playbook is thinking digital first. Some companies will always throw people at problems. This may uh, neglect secondary processes and actually increase operational cost. You shut down one process over here to use Mary and Bobby over there. It's inefficient. A better playbook is to free up capacity in the organization by automating and digitizing processes. In normal times, digital transformation actually takes too long. Companies want perfection and end up doing too little. In a crisis, things speed up because there's a lower desire for perfection and people are solving real business issues. In this playbook, you can keep asking the question, what can we digitize and what can we automate? Playbook number three is shifting business models. And of course, this is hard. We saw many businesses shift their business models from analog to digital, like Netflix did in 2009. We have a generational shift to a digital native customers. A more digital business model will more likely to succeed. Changing business models seems easier in private companies away from public scrutiny. Probably much harder if you're public. And playbook number four Old favorite, cut capacity, cut costs, scorched earth. This is the old standby. 
Some companies will fall back on the thousand-year-old paybook of cutting costs and capacity. This will reduce growth, reduce cash flow, and valuations. As we're shifting from high valuations to low ones, this strategy can cause long-term damage because you're multiplying much smaller cash flow with lower valuations. Some companies will have no choice, though. They have not built up the digital execution capability and can borrow their way to do that now. This playbook will lose out to the growth and digital-first strategies. Customer attrition will be higher. They won't be able to attract talent, and this playbook tends to be the slowest in recovery anyway. So, while we live in a digital-first era, I hope even analog companies will come out stronger from what's ahead. But I'm not betting on it. Digitized processes that keep you connected to your customers, employees, and suppliers will operate better at a lower cost, and they will win. Is the physics in the world of the digital native customers. That's the playbook I believe in. Talk soon.